Hey, glad you can make it. And welcome to the Employee Cycle Podcast, where we talk to HR innovators, thought leaders, and even some disruptors about the latest in HR trends, HR tech, and you guessed it, HR data. Well, you've heard enough of me talking. Now let's start the show, 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 show. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Employee Cycle Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Marable, CEO of Employee Cycle. And you know us, we're that HR dashboard that's helping all of you HR people leaders out there stop using messy spreadsheets when it comes time to do your HR reporting and analytics. That's right. We know you're typically logging into a bunch of different HR systems, pulling all these spreadsheets together to try to get a data-driven view of your workforce. But we know that that's tedious, time-consuming, and can be oftentimes painful. So that's why we created Employee Cycle, an HR dashboard that has pre-built integration connectors to all the most popular HR systems out there. Are you using systems like Bamboo HR, Namely, ADP, Paylocity, Lever, Greenhouse, 15.5? You name it, we can pull all that data together into one unified view so you and your team can view, share, track, and analyze all your people data from one place. Go to EmployeeCycle.com, check us out. We'd love to give you a demo and explore how we can help you automate your HR reporting and analytics process. But that's enough about me and our company, because today we have a great guest. So please help me welcome to the show, Mark Bowser, HR Director at Navy Island. And today we're going to discuss how to prepare for a successful payroll implementation. Mark, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Mark! Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for being on the show. So, Mark, we're going to kick this thing off the best way we know how, and that's by asking you, how did you end up in the wonderful world of HR? Uh, Great question. Uh, My background is in education, uh, and then part of my role as a teacher then moving into administration was focusing on HR and through all of my courses uh, to get that degree. I I successfully did administration for a few years and then got hired on to uh, this company, Navy Island, through some friendships and some personal connections. And then at that point, uh, an HR position opened. They were a growing company and starting to develop, uh, moving from 100 employees to 140 employees pretty quickly. So they needed to develop an HR role, and that was my job to help systematize our HR department. So since then, that's what I've been doing. That's awesome. So today we're talking about how to prepare for a successful payroll implementation. And so before we actually go into the whole process of what you were going through and how you move from one system to the next, I'm always curious as to why does a company actually want to move from one payroll system to the next? What was your, what was your reason for doing so in the first place? Uh, I'd say two reasons initially. Number one, automation. If there's any way I can automate things and just hands off and let it run itself, uh, let's do it. Let's get that going. Uh, As well as part of that being just so user-friendly and accessible to every single employee from the owner to the uh, frontline worker that's just tracking hours and trying to pay attention to their paycheck. So yeah, for sure. Automation, number one, for sure. And the other was, is our goal is to try to reduce cost in HR. If I can uh, step aside and not have to be a director of HR and have another person step in and just be an HR uh, advocate or, or some type of not quite director level, that would save our company 
significant funds. Got it. And we're in the HR tech industry, so we know that payroll can be seen as one of the least sexy mm-hmm. uh, areas of software. But in regards to just looking at a payroll system, what are some of those must-haves and those requirements that you're looking for when you're looking at different payroll companies that you're looking to choose to actually process your payroll? Uh, number one, usability. If if it's just super intuitive where, you know, and, and that's really going to come into uh, how much is just transferable skills that you've used in another setting that can be applied to this setting, that new setting that you're going to be at, uh, for sure. Uh, number two, I'd say uh, looking for something that um, is consistent. I don't want a, a time card system that all of a sudden fails or we have some issues and then it puts a bad spin on how our payroll is going to run, which which throws a bad spin on everything. So every single employee is going to be affected by that. So for sure, those two. So when you're thinking about purchasing a new payroll system, what are some of the things that you should be thinking about before you actually are starting this implementation? Are there things that you should be doing? And assuming that you're moving from one system to the next versus buying your very first payroll platform, are there things that you should be doing or thinking about with your existing data or employees to prepare for this migration and move? Or is that just part of the process in and of itself? Uh, that's a tough question to answer because you don't know what you don't know until you're into the weeds on things, I think, at times. But for me, it was the details. If I can have help making sure that the details are done well and then trust that company, the new company that I'm going to be handing it off to, that it will be done well. And the other piece is, um, you know, as the implementation team helps us, uh, whose role is to do what? It seems like in some cases it can be very nebulous or just disjointed and it just doesn't seem like we were tasked or we meaning our company, uh, were tasked correctly and others were tasked differently. Just kind of some gray areas as we start moving from one one system to another. I'd say, yeah, it's, it's just hard to define exactly what I need to know. But now that I've done it a couple times, it's for sure making sure that, okay, it's a new system. Your job is to help me do this by leading me and making sure I'm hitting certain thresholds or, or um, markers to make sure that I'm going to be doing things correctly and on time so that the details don't get missed. So I appreciate you sharing that you've done it a couple of times. So then I'll ask, how much time should an HR people team, finance, whoever needs to be involved, how much time do you think they should set aside and expect for this to take? Oh, months. Um, because it's going to take, and it depends on the size of your company too. If you're only uh, 25 employees, you could probably do it pretty quickly. Uh, but if you're larger, once you hit past 50, I'd say it gets to be cumbersome. And it also, you want to make sure those details are in order. So uh, it's, I'd say months, I'd say it took us a minimum of four to five months to change a, a company of about 140 employees over from one system to another. Uh, and even then we're, we're still, you know, playing catch up to make sure we're catching details and working with the company that we moved to. And who are all the typical players and stakeholders 
internally from your company that are typically involved in this process? Accounting, uh, so our accounting controller as well as uh, HR, anybody involved in HR, and that would be in, including uh, whoever's verifying uh, time cards, so our managers are involved, uh, whoever's dealing with making sure that PTO is aligned correctly and that we're, um, so there's clerks and managers as well as director, myself, to ensure that we're making the right direct right decision is and then we also have benefits advisors people who are helping us uh, outside of our company that are directing our benefits and making sure that we've got good connection there through um, because if I want it to be automated I want to make sure everything's going to work well and just push a button and boom we're good to go but not always is that the case so we're trying to do our best to understand it and move us in that direction so that it is as automated as possible as you are going through this prep process before you even start the implementation, are there any things that have come up that you found to be useful to do to be able to get everything that you need in the right place? Or from your perspective, I guess every time you've done it, it's been so different that there's really no standard framework you've been able to put in place. Um, as far as, uh, yeah, I think there's some standards that could be followed if it's categorized based upon specific roles of HR in, in my mind. So like everything from the recruiting side needs to be categorized and there needs to be a fairly simple, straightforward, uh, easy to understand what we currently have in place and how we can change or do the new system that would be in place for every single area, payroll being another thing, benefits being another area. Uh, just to ensure that everything is is done. And then the bells and whistles can be added as you start understanding those pieces. Are there any pitfalls or blind spots that you've had in the past that over time, as you've done multiple payroll implementations, there are things that you started to do in the in the more recent ones that you've done that you didn't do prior? Well, I think with the the power of the cell phone right now, if there is any type of system failure that affects it uh, for a mobile a mobile application or a mobile app of some sort, and not knowing that in advance and knowing that, hey, this could happen, uh, we need to make sure that there's no, no faults that happen. Nothing can be missed in terms of if one employee misses a punch, that could infect, affect tons of different pieces of data that's going to be necessary for that payroll to happen. So I'd say knowing the systems and knowing the potential pitfalls that may arise would be beneficial to me as I change from one system to the next, um, just to anticipate that, as well as to give information to my employees that are may this may happen. This could be an effect to our work. We all know that a lot of the payroll systems, they will have different people on their team to help train your employees on how to use the system. But from a change management perspective, before that even happens, are there any things that you believe people like yourself and other HR leaders should be communicating to all of your employees to give them a heads up and to let them know that there will be this change and get them prepared so that when this does happen, there's the least amount of chaos as possible? Uh, yeah, you need to pre-plan for sure as much as you can and communicate that in whatever fashion you have currently in place in your company. Uh, for us, it was 
fairly easy to visit with teams as they were a meeting so we could do that work in advance. And we let them know months in advance as we were moving to a new system. And I think that has to happen. Uh, you can't leave any employee, and that would mean anybody from first, second, or third shifts that need to be aware of that. So whoever's going to be covering that, making sure that you're on message to make to communicate as clearly as possible in advance. Uh, and, that, and that could be as simple as, hey, we're just going to be rolling out a new uh, time card system, or we're going to roll out something simple. And you start with the small steps, and then you move into, this is more of what this system can do for us as we move forward. So now we've done all the things that we possibly can prior to the implementation. And you know, you sign the agreement, you're ready to go, implementation starts. What are some of the things that you did that you believe was what, what was the right thing to do or follow a good process? And then what were some of the things that you wish you could have potentially done better so that for the next time you'll know how to better navigate that experience? So the things I think we did right is communicate quickly with our new payroll or HR system, uh, making sure that they're aware and knowing those avenues of who to go to. Um, And we've been pretty quick to demonstrate, hey, there's some issues here or there's some concern that we have here. Uh, And also uh, demand excellence from that system that we're going to be, that we're implementing to. So that needs to happen. I would say looking back is now that I've seen where the pitfalls were with this changeover, yes, it's been more automated. There's been some new things that have helped us, but we're seeing some misses with some details that are just not quite our our issue, and we want to make sure that the other company that we're working with does uh, step up and, and own their their what they need to adjust and then help us with some type of compensation that needs to adjust for us. So, and, and we need to advocate for that. And we did. So being aware you, of that, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to ask, as you were going through this implementation process, how did you find you and the accounting team and managers and everybody working together? What, what did that experience and what did that process look like? Lots of emails, lots of meetings, uh, lots of, you know, the big thing is there's a high anxiety before you run a payroll to ensure that all the details are in place. And if you miss one employee that potentially could translate into lots of other employees misses, which does put stress on everybody. Um, and so you want to make sure that you're aware that, hey, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to drop some things here and there. And our goal is still going to be to provide the best service that we can. And we still believe that this is the best route for us as we're moving forward. So it looks like anticipating a payroll run. And then after the payroll runs through, then picking up and cleaning up the pieces afterwards to make sure that we're doing the right thing by each employee. And was there any customization or integrations needed for this implementation? Yes. Uh, Some of the things that we currently hold in place that are near and dear to ownership we needed to do some type of customization work with that company to make sure that those still existed because of some uh, needs that the owner wants to have. So, yeah, we worked with them to ensure that we had certain connectivity and certain this new system would speak to other pieces of our old system that we still had to have in place. And speaking about the customization and all the details of meeting your required needs, how did you actually go about coming together with your team to truly understand what were all those things that 
you absolutely needed versus what was just something that was nice to have that if you didn't get ultimately it wasn't a deal breaker well a lot of it you try to catch in the pre-planning process to all right so you're big players and you're on our end is going to be our IT department because everything's cloud-based and how, what do we have in place now and how do we see how this system is going to need to adjust to that. So preparing that way and then communicating that with your new HR system. Uh, and then the other thing is, is as things pop up and, hey, we notice that it's not doing this, we communicate that quickly with the new HR system so that we can adjust those or come up with a fix to help uh, do what we want it to do. Got it. And then last question I want to ask, after you rolled out your new platform and all of your employees are now using it, how did you manage the process or did you manage some type of process to understand, did employees understand or know how to use this platform? Or how would you manage if they had questions? Would they go directly to the platform? Did you have something set up with your HR team? What did that look like? Yeah, no, they're they're coming directly to their managers, and then our managers have either received individual training from our HR department, or they're uh, we're meeting with individual um, drop-ins, everything to uh, just before they started using it, we showed them how to get logged in and how they're going to be doing that. Each individual employee, we made sure that that was the case. We also ran a an informed. Uh, podcast, not really podcast, but just a Zoom call that we would do so everybody would have access to that and see the change that was going to happen. So try to communicate in a variety of different ways, whether it's personal. And then as things pop up, it's individual by individual. And then our team will quickly, oh, here's an issue. Let's address it quickly. Let's make sure we put the fix in place and then move forward. And then final words of wisdom, 60 seconds or less, what advice or words of wisdom would you like to share with any HR people leader out there who's either thinking about or currently going through a new payroll implementation, what do you have to say to them to make sure that they are preparing themselves and setting themselves up for success? Uh, I'd say communicate as as completely and as quickly to the new systems, uh, whoever your avenues are, as possible. Uh, and be clear and uh, be uh, demand what you, you need to demand for that. Um, and I would also say, you know, moving to a new system, be aware that there's going to be frustration because things are changing, but also look to the benefits of that new system of how they're helping us in, in ways. And then just address the fixes and move yourself forward to the new reality of that new system. Mark, thank you so much for being such an awesome podcast guest. And we really appreciated having you on the show. Thank you. My pleasure. So, Mark, where can people find you and Navy Island online? So, Navy Island is found on a couple different sites, but www.navyisland.com is our initial landing site. We also have another uh, trade name as timbersounds.com or soundply.com. We're uh, the leading manufacturer of acoustical wood acoustical panels in the world and uh, love what we do. And we have a lot of great craftsmen here that work for us and love to see, see our work that's displayed in a lot of different settings. But Take a look. Awesome. And we'll be sure to include that contact info in the show notes. So for everyone out there listening, if you enjoyed this interview as much as Mark and I did making it, then please leave us a five-star rating on iTunes and a nice comment to show that we're providing great quality content. Also, if this is the very first time you're listening to our podcast series, 
but you're hungry for more episodes because you really enjoyed this one, well, please subscribe to the Employee Cycle Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast players. And last but not least, all of you super awesome HR and people leaders out there, please continue to hire, train, and retain the best workforce possible. Thanks. Later, kids.